to Deb Stripen here. What's healthy? We are. I have an awesome thing to talk about with you all today. And I think it's really, really important because one of the things that happens to all of us is we age. And no matter what I try to do, I don't know what happens, but every year I get a year older. And, you know, I often want to sit back and say, you know, what did I do with my life? How do I want to age? Am I aging the way I thought I would age? Am I aging the way I want to age? Or am I just aging and living with medications and not being able to enjoy life? And I think this is such an important topic to talk about, right? How do you want to age? Do you want to be able to do the things that you want to do and have good quality life? Or do you want to be stuck home taking medications? And you know what? If you do want to be home taking medications, that's okay too. But I think it's important to evaluate aging and life and where you want to be and where you thought you would be. So, you know, I was away on vacation and I was sitting on the beach thinking, you know, what did I think life at almost 52 would be like? Did I feel like it was going to be this? Am I achieving my goals? Do I feel like I've made a difference in the world and impacted the world and done it in such a way that it's helpful and healthy? And, you know, I can honestly say I really do think that I am able to do that. And one of the things that allowed me to be able to do this was because I got my health back. I, like many other people, had many health struggles. I had high cholesterol. My blood pressure went up. I had um, precancer in my cervix. I had, had hyperthyroid. I had prediabetes. I had endometriosis. I had diverticulitis. You name it, I've lived through it, but I was not going to let that get me down. I wanted to enjoy life and experience life because what I found was when I went through the conventional medical system, which, you know, we are really blessed to live in a country that has a good, solid conventional medical system. We can get medications when we need them. I believe that we overuse them, but we have access to them. And a lot of people in a lot of countries don't have access to them. So, you know, it can impact your life and your lifestyle and what life looks like in 10 years and 15 years and 20 years and 25 years. So for me, it was about getting good health, achieving health so that I could achieve um, my goals and my dreams. And you can only do that when you have optimal health. And I think this is really, really important to talk about because I don't know about you, but I certainly want to live life to the fullest. I don't want to be sick like I was. I don't want to miss any of my kids' um, lacrosse games or uh, musicals or the things that I was missing when I was sick and taking medications and passed out on the couch because I had taken a medication and I couldn't do the things that I really wanted to do, which was experience life and enjoy life and have a good quality life. And, you know, this is important to think about because before you know it, you blink and your kid's 20 years old and you're 50 years old or 60 years old and half of your life is gone. And it's about what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And I know for me, I want optimal health. I want to enjoy life to the fullest. I want quality life. I don't want just a longer life, although I do want a longer life, but I don't want it to be just a longer life. I want to um, sit down and really over and over reevaluate what's important and what I want so that when I die, I don't look back and go, hmm, did I do everything that I wanted to do? Did I make a difference on the world? Did I raise my kid the way I wanted to? Did I get to enjoy and experience life? Or was I stuck at home taking medications, not feeling good because I lived that life too, and that is not a fun life. 
Um, so, you know, when you get a few minutes, I think it's important to sit down and think about, you know, where have you come from and where are you going and what your goals are. And you really need to have your health so that you can achieve your goals and your dreams. So this is super important. I have a question that's coming in from Jen. And she says, what is the thing that changed your mind to change your ways? Um, and live a healthier lifestyle, Dr. Deb. Um, for me, it was my quality of life was decreasing. I was gaining weight. I was super tired. I couldn't do homework with my kid. I couldn't cook dinner and clean the house. And then I couldn't do the things for my husband that I really wanted to do. I couldn't be a good wife. I couldn't be a good mom. I couldn't be a good doctor. I couldn't be a good sister. I couldn't be a good friend. And I think really the icing on the cake was that I was just missing out on the really important things in life because I just didn't feel good. So I know um, every year, a lot of people on January 1st, they go, okay, I'm gonna make New Year's resolutions and stick to them. I don't do that. What I do is I make a list of goals. And then at the end of the year, I look and see, you know, did I achieve this goal? And if I didn't, why? And what can I do to fix it? So um, I think that, you know, it's not too late into the year. You can sit down any day, make a list of goals and make them so that they're attainable and sustainable, right? You don't wanna make a goal, I wanna lose 300 pounds in a year. You don't want to make the goal, I want to lose 300 pounds in a year. You want to make the goal that, you know what, in the next month, I'm going to lose five pounds. And then the next month after that, I'm going to lose five more pounds. So that it should be small and achievable so that you can reach them and feel good. So you're setting yourself up for success instead of for failure. So that is an excellent question, Jen. Thank you so much for asking it. And I think, you know, take the time, set some goals, achieve them, and you will feel so amazing at the end of the year and your quality of life will definitely be improved. Studies show us being in pain all the time can have a serious impact on your state of mind. And what do I mean by that? Being in pain can cause things like anxiety, being worried about what's going on, why am I sick, why don't I feel good? It can be depression, gosh, I just don't feel like getting up. I don't feel like doing anything. It's gaining weight. It affects your mood. It affects your ability to focus and pay attention. So if you're in school, it's hard to do what you need to do. If you're working, it's hard to meet deadlines and really do the best that you can do for your job, for your the company that you work for, for your health, for your life for your family. I think all of these are really important things to, to think about when you're talking about chronic pain. I lived in pain for a very, very long time. Um, I had this mouth issue that was called burning mouth syndrome, and we're not 100% sure what has caused it and, and what to do about it, but chronic pain can really, really weigh on you. It makes you not want to do anything. It makes you not want to eat. Sometimes people actually drink alcohol, or sometimes they do other things so that they can help with the pain so that they can survive and move through life, taking prescriptions, which can cause other side effects. And I think this is something that is so important to talk about because depression is so widespread and anxiety is so widespread and it's even more evident today post-COVID or at the tail end of COVID because people were stuck at home. They were isolated. They got sick. They were scared. Fear was driving a lot of people into depression because what if I get COVID? What if I have COVID? What if I die from COVID? What if they can't help me? And all of the things that I don't know about you, but they run through my head too. And even as a medical professional, these things scare you and they make you wonder, hmm, you know, is my life worth this? And, and so on and so forth. Um, there's a lot of neural connections and electrical 
electrical activity that can be unbalanced when you have neurotransmitters that aren't working right, right like dopamine, serotonin, um, GABA. These are your feel-good hormones, the ones that help you sleep at night, the ones that really help keep you balanced and stable. Um, and I want to talk about some of the things that we can do with this connection between depression and chronic pain because there is a lot of things that you can do. So don't lose hope. And these things are natural things that we can do. Massage therapy helps increase circulation, which helps with brain fog. There's a lot of nutraceuticals or pharmaceutical-grade supplements that help clear up your thought process, that help reduce inflammation and reduce pain so you can feel better and have a better, more optimal lifestyle so that you're not just in chronic pain all the time and don't feel like doing anything. Also, um, I think really physically, we, it's important to talk about depression and chronic pain because when you're hurting a lot, your posture can be bad. And if your posture is, is bad, it can cause other problems and more pain. So those of you who are not feeling good and you're laying on the couch all day or in a recliner all day or sleeping all day, you can wake up and your body can actually physically hurt because you're not moving. So get moving, yoga, take a good walk, go for a nice swim. Any of the things that really make you feel better, good, I think are really important. Um, stretching, you can increase your range of motion. These things really help with depression. I find that exercise is really super for depression and it also really helps with relieving pain. Um, chiropractic care works excellent. Acupuncture works really, really good in helping with pain relief and depression and anxiety and a lot of the things that we deal with on a daily basis. I have a question that just came in from Janet. Janet says, am I crazy? It seems to be a vicious cycle for me. When I'm in pain, I get depressed and then it seems to bring on more pain. Janet, I don't think you're crazy at all. I experienced that myself. So I hurt, the more I hurt, the more depressed I came. And that's because I was so used to being so active and having an active lifestyle, I got even more depressed and then I hurt more and then so on and so forth. So what we need to do is figure out why are you depressed? What is going on? Are your adrenals off? Are your neurotransmitters off? Is your thyroid off? Is your blood sugar off? What is going on? How do we get you motivated? How do we physically get you motivated so that you can feel better? So no, don't think you're crazy. I think a lot of people deal with this stuff, and I personally have dealt with this for a very long time, on and off over the years. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. Don't give up hope. You can fix this stuff. You can beat depression, and you can feel better. And most of the time, you can do it really with a natural approach. And if you do have to take medication from your medical doctor, a lot of times, Taking a natural approach and combining it really helps reduce the amount of medication that your medical doctor has to give you. I want to talk a little bit about time off and taking time for yourself. And I know as moms and dads and sisters and brothers and friends, it's really hard to say no. It's hard to establish boundaries. And what do I mean by that? You know, sometimes we just got to tell someone, you know what, I really want to help you, but I just can't do it. I need to take some time out to myself. I need to take some time out to fill my cup back up. You know, I always I'd ask, oh, is your cup half empty or half full? My cup is always half full. And then I really try to take the time to make my cup runneth over. I want it to be totally full. I want to feel good. And I think by taking 
time to yourself, you can improve your physical health. You can improve your emotional health. You can improve your mental health. You can improve your motivation. You can decrease the amount of burnout. I know that when I take a break, I'm a much better doctor. I'm a much better mama. I'm a much better sister. I'm a much better daughter. And I know that that burnout really weighs heavily because a lot of us, we don't want to say no. But when you start to say no, you become more efficient, you feel better, and you can get that optimal life, right? You can do the things that you really want because the better you feel, the more efficient you are, the more you get done, and the better your life is. I just got a, a question from Michael. And Michael says, I want to go on a vacation, but I'm worried that if I go with my family, that it will be even more stressful than not leaving at all. You know what, Michael? I agree with you and I totally get that. Yes, it is hard to come back from vacation because you have laundry and you have animals and you have a house to clean and then you have to go to work and you have a week's worth or two weeks worth of paperwork that you have to catch up on. But remember, what I just said is if you get better rest and better sleep and drink more water and exercise and your mental health is better and your emotional health is better and your physical health is better, then all of these things will take much less time. And you know what? My mom used to always tell me, Deb, that stuff will be there when you get back. You can deal with it. You can get when you get back. So just try to shut it off. Go enjoy every moment that you have away. And when you come home, you can dive back in, dig deep and do a phenomenal job. And then you will be more efficient and feel better because you've taken a break and you've taken time for yourself. So that's an excellent question, Michael. Thank you very much for asking. I think a lot of people really struggle with that. And I think that we're one of the only countries that does that in Europe. They get weeks and weeks off and they shut down their companies and they go and they enjoy themselves and they come back and they take siestas and they, you know, they're up and they're working and they don't work 12 hours of the night like we do here in the United States. And I think that is a really, really super good question. I think you all should sit, sit down and take a break and really refill your cup so your cup runneth over as well. You know what? We're getting to the end of our time together. So if you would like to email me, you can email me at feelbetter at lakepointwellnesscenter.com. You can go to my website at feelbetterhere.com or you can give me a call at 770-974-5215. We can have a good old fashioned conversation. Until next time, wishing you loads and loads of health and happiness. Bye-bye.